Hey everyone, it's Echo Taylor Appleby, your fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle coach. And I'm here to drop some knowledge bombs the way I do with my clients on how to get your shit together. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. This is the Boss Digest Podcast and ready for the knowledge bombs. Welcome back for episode eight of the Boss Digest Podcast. This one is titled, Here's Why You're Bloated, and this is what you can do about it. So I wanted so badly to say, here's why the fuck you're bloated, because I cannot tell you how many times I get this complaint, and it's usually from my female clients, and you know what? I guess I totally get it because nothing is worse than when you're working your ass off trying to accomplish these goals, you're eating healthy foods, you're getting your movement in, you're getting your ass kicked with your exercises and you wake up and the scale is up and your pants feel super tight and you're like, why am I torturing myself? Why am I doing all this if I'm just gaining weight? So I'm going to give you a list of some reasons that can hopefully help you rationalize why you might see the scale up even though you're doing everything right and why your pants might be fitting a little bit tighter from time to time and what you can do about it and also how to not worry about it. So I'm hoping that by giving you some explanations and some examples, you are able to talk yourself down from a ledge a little bit easier and move on with your day without letting the bloating and the weight on the scale affect your attitude and um, not be a dick to everyone because of it. So we are going to start with one of the most common ones that I'm sure a lot of people know about, and it's the reason why a lot of people are scared of it, and that's salt. So when you increase your sodium intake in your diet without necessarily drinking more water than you're used to, that sodium is going to make your body retain water. And I think everybody knows this, and a lot of times people are afraid to even eat salt, even though it's essential for our body, that sodium is essential. Uh, We're afraid of it because we know that it causes bloating. But salt is perfectly okay as long as you're not being a complete crazy person and eating every meal has processed meats and sausage and you're salting all of your veggies. But as long as you're eating a normal amount of sodium and you're drinking a ton of water like you should be, so, you know, getting your minimum 100 ounces a day, you are just fine. It's just that sometimes, for instance, this morning I woke up and my rings were super tight because I went out for my cousin's birthday and we had sushi. So I typically am not eating things like soy sauce and some rice at the end of the day. So I was retaining a little bit more water and I knew that that's why I felt kind of puffy and bloated. So salt is going to make your body hold onto that water And most of the time, you're drinking enough water to balance that out and flush it out. But sometimes you're going to have those meals, especially out to eat, because meals out or meals that are pre-cooked or processed are going to have more salt in them. So you're going to feel a little bit more bloated and a little puffy because of that, because usually we don't also drink as much water as we need to to kind of flush that back out of our system. But what you can do to combat this is just that next day, drink some extra fluids, help flush that out and get back to your normal meals. You'll be right as rain the next day. You will feel a lot tighter too and all of that will just flush on out. If you want something to help you feel like you're getting more water out a little quicker, try some green tea. That's another green, uh, good fluid that's going to help be a natural diuretic. So it'll help take some of that water retention off. 
the next reason, or I guess reasons, we'll do number two and number three kind of in the same boat because they correlate a lot with each other. And number two and number three are lack of sleep and being overstressed. So I've talked a ton of times in my other podcasts about how fucking terrible stress is on your body. And we talked about cortisol and how cortisol makes us feel puffy around the midsection. And when we have excess of that, we store it in our body. And so... No sleep essentially equates to extra cortisol in our system, which is extra stress under our body. So that's our stress hormone. So by not getting enough sleep, not only are we having more time to heal and digest and recover, but our body is going to be more stressed out by having lack of rest. And then that stress in our lives, if that is no sleep or you had a really hard day or you're very frantic or you're having pretty bad anxiety episode, that stress is also going to cause you to feel bloated and retain some water or retain that cortisol and so you're going to feel a little puffy and that's going to probably show on the scale as well so those are kind of cyclical right like if you have terrible stress you probably aren't sleeping too hot and if you don't have a lot of sleep you're probably going to be easier to be stressed out so let's take this back full circle and get back to me telling you time and time again practice self-care So hopefully it's a very isolated incident of stress and you're able to recover. But as soon as you mellow out that stress, you start taking time for yourself, you get to your meditating or to your yoga or your long walks or your wine and you get more sleep in, then hopefully both of those things kind of help resolve each other. And you're probably going to see some bloating. You're going to feel a little bloated, a little puffy, especially in the midsection. I see it in my face when I get really stressed and really anxious. My face kind of gets puffy, which is super convenient when you already have, like, cheeks like a baby. It's really great. Um, But... I know that I can rationalize that once I'm not stressed and once I'm back to recovery time and extra sleep and letting my body fully have time to recover and flush things out, that bloating from the no sleep and extra stress will recover on its own. So again, it's just wrapping our minds around this is situational. There are things that I can do to help this, but it's not actual weight that I've put on. So next after the stress factor. Um, Another form of stress like we've talked about is exercise. So we can see a weight increase on the scale and feel a little bloated and kind of pudgy after an especially hard workout. So cortisol is released in our body when we do hard workouts too. And not only are we tearing apart our muscle fibers and putting our body under the strain, Uh, That release of cortisol is also going to help us to retain water and we need our bodies to recover. So it's going to take a little bit for our body to recover and heal and get that kind of swelling and bloat out. So you're going to possibly see a little bit of increase on the scale after you annihilated your legs and feel like a drunk baby deer. So if you are super sore and the weight on the scale is up, you can correlate those two things for each other. So reason number five as to why you could feel bloated or maybe you're up on the scale is you ate late. And I always tell my clients, if you are hungry and you haven't eaten enough in the day and you still are within range of where you want to be for your meals and it's late, eat some goddamn food. You still need to nourish your body, even if it's late. The only difference is, and I always let them know, a lot of the reason why people don't like to eat super late is because you can see the scale go up from that. 
but it's not true weight, right? Like we're not just storing weight and body fat because we ate later. We just need to be able to wrap our mind around or maybe not weigh ourselves in the morning after a late meal and understand that that food still needs to process in our body and it's probably not completely digested. And so if you couple that with it's a late night meal, so maybe you didn't get as much sleep. Well, that is a recipe for seeing scale go up. So perhaps choose these days to not be the days that you are weighing yourself on if you know that it's going to be a mind fuck for you and you're going to let what you see on that scale after this affect your day. So just know that you are totally okay to eat late if you need to and you can still reach your body composition goals. It just may not give you as big of an effect in weight loss on the scale every morning after nights of eating late. Especially if that late night meal contained a lot of fiber, like a lot of veggies, that's going to take longer to break down. So you're probably still going to feel that like bloating in your gut as well. And again, that's totally fine. But understand that that is just a byproduct of eating a nice big healthy meal at the end of the day that uh, could still be sitting around in your gut, which is why we eat fiber because it takes longer to digest. So it stays with us a little bit longer. And what a perfect segue into reason number six, which is one of my favorite, which is you haven't pooped yet. So (laughs) my husband always teases me because sometimes he'll pop up through like old check-ins that I used to send to him when he was my coach back in the day before we started dating. And he'll track my weights of what I weighed when I was competing. And on one day I weighed myself and then I sent him another reading and I was like, after poop like one pound down and I legit told him that like that was a normal fucking thing to tell a person and I guess it was because he remembers it and he still thinks it's really funny so um if you haven't gone to the bathroom in the morning yet and all that is sitting in your gut or maybe you're a little backed up maybe you've had some extra fiber maybe you had some shit that shit I probably shouldn't use that word bad pun. Maybe you ate some stuff that doesn't set well with your stomach and you are irregular. Your bowel movements are not the same or you've been backed up a day or two or you haven't had enough water to help you go to the bathroom on top of some foods that are not easily digestible. Well, you could still be holding that in your gut. What is it like? You can hold up to like eight pounds of like fecal matter in your colon, which is disgusting, but it's a part of life. So, understand that if you want the optimum weigh-in in the morning, maybe wait till after you've had your coffee and you take a poop because that could help with your results if you're really concerned about it. But I literally ask my clients like about their digestion because it's not a weird thing. We all have digestion and sometimes we all have digestion issues. So if you are feeling bloated and if you are not feeling like you're as light as you should be, there's a chance that maybe you just need to take a nice big poop. Um, Okay, enough about poop. Moving on to something even more delicate. Uh, The last reason I want to talk about, which is so, so important to remind clients of, and I put it in their check-ins every week for them to kind of rationalize and bring it to their attention, changes in your hormones. So different times of the month, female bodies are going to bloat or not bloat, dependent on their hormones. So when women are experiencing like PMS symptoms and they already can tend to be a little bit more emotional and a little bit more sensitive about their body and it can be so frustrating when they're trying to be so good and they're trying to resist those like 
period hunger pains as well when they feel super bloated and they feel heavy and they just don't feel their best and then the scale goes up because of that I like to rationalize and bring to their attention like this is a normal part of your body it means your body is functioning the way it's supposed to and your hormones are functioning correctly so yeah it's a crapshoot none of us fucking like it it's awful and you just feel like you are six months pregnant and just bloated and your pants don't fit and then you want to cry because you're already emotional and the reality of it is it just happens it means Thank God our body is functioning correctly. So when clients will ask me, like, what can I do about my period bloat? I usually just say, like, wear sweatpants. <laughs> That's really my best answer because your body's functioning correctly. Like, you shouldn't hate on yourself for it doing what it's supposed to be doing. And the best thing that you can do is if you want to help with some water retention, again, drink some green tea, drink lots of water, make yourself feel better, maybe watch your carbs if you really, really want to. But ultimately, just like let your body do its thing and it'll go away. And it sucks, and none of us like us to feel uncomfortable in our clothes. And frankly, I'm sure a lot of us don't really love being on our cycle but um that's just a part of our body and we shouldn't try to fight it it's normal and my best advice for that is get some real nice sweatpants girl because that's the best you can do there's nothing really you can do to combat it and so just embrace embrace the cozy life so all of these things are my top consolidated list of reasons you are bloated and beyond overeating right like we know if the scale's gone up if we've been eating like a jackass for a couple of weeks yeah that makes sense but I want you to be able to rationalize that first of all the scale doesn't fucking own you so if the scale's up and you're still doing everything right guess what you're still doing everything right if you see the scale up and you check your calendar like oh shit yep I'm gonna be on my period then there it is I want you to be able to use the scale as just a point of reference for your energy input and output and kind of where you are on your journey of your body composition goals. So it shouldn't be something that determines the way you feel each day. And being bloated can just feel awful. We don't feel comfortable in our skin. We don't feel like we look our best. Maybe we wanted to wear something tight that day and now that's not happening. So these are really nice ways to look at things that perhaps are causing it to be able to think about, okay, I am doing my best. This is just my body's reaction to this particular variable. And to put it in a different sense, to really rationalize it, whenever my clients will tell me like, oh, I'm up on a pound on the scale today and I don't know why. Once we go through this list and we kind of like check it off, there's usually one of these reasons as to why and we can like calm them down and rationalize about it. But also think of it this way. So in order to gain a pound, right? We have to eat an excess of calories. So in order for you to gain a pound overnight of legitimate body fat that you have to then burn off again, well, there's 3,500 calories in a pound, which means you would have had to eat an excess of 3,500 calories above what your body was already naturally burning in a day to put on a legitimate pound of body fat. So even on your worst days, when you eat like shit, or maybe you didn't eat like shit, but you just went out to eat for a nice meal that's out of your normal meals that you eat, you might see the scale go up a pound, you might see it go up three pounds, but there is a high likelihood that you did not eat in that one meal 
or that whole day, 3,500 calories over what you are already burning throughout the day. So if you can look at it that way and you can rationalize and then you can take into account like, okay, well, it was more sodium or it was more carbs later. It was later than I ate. You can get your mind out of your own fucking way and realize like, all right, I'm still doing me. I'm still all right. The scale's not my master. And yeah, this doesn't feel the best, but it's not really up a pound. I'm going to be fine in a couple days. So the best thing you can do when that happens is chug a ton of water. If you really want to feel that kind of bloat dissipate, or maybe you have a special event coming up and you have like a body con dress, you want to look fucking fly in, you can watch your carbs for a couple days and watch your sodium or just increase your water. You don't really have to lower your sodium by any means, but just don't eat anything excessively salty and just make sure you're getting lots of rest. Um, lots of de-stressing on your body. So a lot of it's going to come down to getting sleep so your body can recover from those hard workouts because those hard work workouts are stress and maybe you have extra stress so if we can get all of those things under control maybe drink some green tea something to kind of help flush everything out a little bit of caffeine usually helps people poop too (laughs) if we can get all of that stuff under control and you know take care of all that that's probably going to help your bloating or um, the weight gain that you're seeing that isn't caused from overeating So the next time you decide to weigh yourself and you feel like you've been kicking ass and the scale potentially doesn't correlate with what you thought you would see, go through this mental checklist and ask yourself if it's one of these factors. So usually I start with the three S's, that's salt, sleep, and stress. So did you eat an extra salty meal and didn't get enough water? Did you sleep enough last night or have you been sleeping enough? And are you under an excess amount of stress? Those are my first three that I mentally checklist with my clients. Then I go into, well, did you have an extra hard training session today or this week? And have you been eating later or did you eat a later meal than normal? And then I ask them the biological things. How are your hormones? Where are those sitting? Or what time of the month is it for you? And also, how's your digestion? AKA, have you pooped? So that's my checklist. Those things are what I rationalize for my clients and go through just to kind of see like, all right, girl, it's not that bad. I need you to take a chill pill and just let your body do what your body does and everything will be okay. So I hope that this quick little episode kind of was a reality check for you to make you realize like you're if you're kicking ass you're kicking ass and the scale is going to do what the scale does and there's usually some extenuating circumstance that can make it fluctuate rapidly so if we can look at logically that a pound is 3,500 calories and that so many factors can cause a weight fluctuation and only use that weight on the scale as a point of reference from time to time, then we can learn that we can just take care of our bodies without tying our worth to what that scale tells us every day. Because I definitely have been in that position where I let, if the scale fluctuates the way I don't want it to, I can be a dick or feel like shit about myself. And nobody wants to spend their day that way. So I hope you tune in for the next one and found this super helpful. If you did, please screenshot it and post it on your social media so that we can get more people in our boss tribe and our boss community listening to these knowledge bombs and hoping 
to help them get their shit together and realize that life is short and we just got to take care of ourselves. So you can follow me on Instagram, echo.appleby. You can check out my blogs or more information about training uh, with me and being coached by me at bossdigest.com. And please review and comment and share and let me know what you think and if you would like me to talk about anything that you need some knowledge bombs about on our next episode. Talk to you soon.